Hey guys, welcome to the show. It is Cooper. This episode of the podcast being brought to you by TechNet. Now, TechNet is a nationwide network of automotive repair shops. So if you get work done at a TechNet shop in Carbondale, PA, you've got support across the country, even into Canada, eh? They think us Wisconsinites sound like Canadians, but we really don't. So if you run into trouble with your vehicle, just call up the TechNet hotline or hit up their website and you get directed to a TechNet member shop near you. And there's over 9,600 of them. It's called the TechNet Nation. TechNet shops provide customers with dependable service backed by a nationwide warranty for at least 24 months or 24,000 miles, a roadside hazard tire protection plan, a roadside assistance plan, and much more. They call it Competence Delivered. For more information and to find a TechNet member shop in your area, hit up members.technetprofessional.com or find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's TechNet. Welcome to Cooperville. Do you know what's fun to do in Cooperville? Pack up your shit and get the fuck out. Listen. www.welcometocooperville.com <laughs> Who the fuck says WWW anymore? I can't even say it. WWWWWW. <laughs> Stop that. The Welcome to Cooperville podcast. On demand anywhere quality podcasts are available. And some places where cheap podcasts are available. And the local gas station has some. Subscribe. Get updates. Feel better about your life. Welcome to Cooperville.com. Check, 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 one, check, check. Welcome to Cooperville! Make sure you use a coaster. The wife gets upset when we leave rings on the tables. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages. Well, not all ages. This is probably going to be an 18-plus episode. At least. Maybe 21. Maybe 21 or over only on the Welcome to Cooperville podcast here. Episode number two. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We are, of course, available at welcometocooperville.com and where all fine podcasts are sold. And my debut guest on the Welcome to Cooperville podcast was probably the man that was most excited about my new adventure. Everybody else I talked to and I said, well, I got fired from radio. What are you going to do now? And if I know a job in radio, I'm like, no, I'm going to start a podcast. Well, what are you going to do for money? I'm like, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm going to do a podcast. But uh, Phil Norvold, who I've known for several years now, uh, owner, proprietor, operator, chief, head honcho, El Capitan of Max Built Off-Road and Manufacturing here in Eau Claire. Uh, we met last Friday. <laughs> Not for the first time. For the, for, for the first time. We ran into each other at a bar. Go figure. <laughs> it's 11 a.m. Let's have beer. Good idea. It worked out well. Now, we met a couple of years back working on a, a project for my former radio station. And, uh, you know, we had an old Suburban. And to be honest with you, like, you... <laughs> Not that you weren't the first person that we called, but you know we went down. Not we, our sales folk went down the list of clients that they'd worked for, worked with in the past, and they were like, you know, we've we've taken this 1995 Chevy Suburban to everybody in town, and they said, uh, no, um, this thing needs to be probably taken out back. Uh, it would be a nice home for some small animals. Uh, I bet some birds could find some some nests here. I think they did. Uh, they, they probably they're probably still living there actually, but I I can't confirm or deny that. Uh, but we went out with kind of a, a half crocked idea to uh, to fill in his gang of Max built and and they created the uh, the monster that became the suburban assault vehicle. Now it, it Phil and I's relationship had, had 
kind of became more than just hey let's do some cool shit to this uh piece of shit vehicle let's uh let's hang um so we drank beers and ate beef sticks which which sounds <laughs> which sounds like it, it's probably pg-13 at least but yeah, it sounds like wisconsin it was very innocent at first and then but we met last friday and um i i dropped phil my my future plans and um and and you were excited and then that that really made me feel good about me well good i really did yeah you, really, you brought me up to a next level because everybody else was like oh wow well, uh good luck but you were like jacked man and that that excites me it excites me when people get excited about things well, I think the like the big thing is, yeah, sometimes you got to take a risk. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how many ideas that I have that I think that are good and everybody else says are not good. But <laughs> <laughs> but you do them anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. it was the idea and you just got to see it through. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But when you told me that you were going to do a podcast, it was like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, dude's good. He's going to figure it out because this is, this is what you, I feel like, are designed for. I, I mean, am. It's, it's perfect. It's hanging out in my basement, uh, drinking beer with a bottle of proper 12 in front of me just in case things go haywire later. Yep. Um, and my kid's sleeping upstairs and, and, and Phil and I are going to talk, we're just going to talk about things. I think that's, you know, one of the things I didn't get a chance to really get into in the first episode of the podcast is, is this, there's no formatics to, to what we're doing. I don't have a, a script for the show. We don't have really much of an outline. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's talking to people about life and, and how they got into their careers and family and, and, Marriage, if your wife allows you to, which I can't. I just I found out that that's like off the table. Like you can talk about anything else you want, you just leave me out of it. No, no, my wife's great. I've uh, been supportive of this whole project since it started, but um, it's amazing to me, and it always has been, because I, I I didn't grow up in a I don't want to say like an automotive family. Um, you know, my dad worked construction my whole life, so he would go out and and build houses and and build businesses and stuff like that. My mom was a a dietitian, so. Like when we needed shit done, like we called somebody, you know, like, you know, I, I remember like somebody lifting up the hood of a vehicle and it was probably my grandfather who, who did all that stuff, you know, right. and was like, huh, yeah. So when are you going to call the guy? Cause I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, can you change your oil? I'm like, no, but my grandfather taught me how to change a tire. And apparently that was all I needed to know. Right. But I, I'm guessing when you get into, uh, you know, you know, Max built does, I mean, you guys do everything. You know, there's there's yeah. a there's a focus on, on there's a Jeep aspect, there's a lifted truck aspect, there's a lowered vehicle aspect, there's you know there's maintenance aspects, there's oil changes and tire. I mean, kind of run the gamut of things that you can do. But and we'll get into kind of more about you know the Max built uh, empire as we build it. That's what I like to think about. Yeah, absolutely, too. absolutely. But did you grow up in that kind of environment? Were you around? vehicles and and off-road stuff your whole life or did you kind of no. fall into a pit at one point and someone had to drag you out and you're like that'd be cool right pretty much i mean <laughs> somebody it, had to tow you out of a of a gravel pit somewhere and you're like oh this yeah. looks like i should be this guy i uh well it, it's, it's funny uh, you know before the podcast when we were hanging out mm-hmm. and uh you know watching your boy uh kind of like the way his mind works uh gears are turning he, he's 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 curious. He's inquisitive. He's wondering how things work. That's how I was brought up. Um, my dad, uh, he, he he changed oil. You know the occasional spark plugs. Mm. Um, you know if money was tight, he figured out ways to you know uh, fix things. It, like small engine lawnmower. Man, we had lawn boy lawnmowers. Mm-hmm. Like they were going out stuff. He would collect them. Because like, <laughs> you he, never know. Yeah, he'd be driving out town and go past a dumpster and he could he, he knew like the angle of the handle when it was sticking out just over the crest of the dumpster uh that's a lawn boy 
And so he needed to go get it, and <laughs> he wanted see to bring it. Home. Shadow. <laughs> so uh, you know, and 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 he just he'd, he'd make him work again. But mm-hmm. like, he was, uh, you know, he was a salesman by trade. But uh, you know, nights and weekends were home improvement projects and working in the garage. And you know, I worked a lot side by side with him. You know, he'd have his workbench and then like he'd let me take a, a part of watch or something. <laughs> and then I'd be like, Oh dad, I, uh, well it worked. Um, but now it doesn't. Oops. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I hope this wasn't uh, <laughs> yeah, expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I said, well, yeah what is Ro- Rolex? What's that? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Sounds uh, French. <laughs> it gave but, up. But, uh, you know, so like I grew up out on the East coast mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, that was the majority of my time out there. And even like through school and, you know, I was, you know, not much of an athlete. I did some cross country <laughs> stuff because like that was it. Just let me run. make a note of that because there is something I want to bring up later about the sports. Hang on. Let me just, there we go. Sports. Right. Go, okay. I think you were at not an athlete. That's oh, where yeah. we left yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, did, did some of that cross country stuff where they said, just run till you see a thing that says finish. Got it. Um, but, uh, you know, when I, then when uh, my parents split up when I was 15, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. It was all blur. But uh, we, moved, my mom and I moved back to, to Wisconsin. I wanted to move back up north where she grew up, up in Wascott. And she said, well, we can move anywhere in the country but there. <laughs> and, now, Wascott, that's like up past Minong, isn't it? That's oh, like, yeah. It's, like, it's in the middle of nowhere. And by middle of nowhere, I mean literally middle of nowhere yeah i because when we we used to go up to uh uh my in-laws uh had a summer cabin they would rent out for a week up there yep. and they did it on little sand lake uh yep. for like since my wife was knee high to a grasshopper they'd always go up there and i remember uh making that turn off of 53 you know into yep. minong and you're in like you're in beep jerky land anybody <laughs> jack lanks anybody yeah that is all <laughs> up there and i knew that you know you're in the middle of nowhere like you're talking about in wascott because there's a dude playing a banjo oh, yeah. at that corner gas station. I'm like, are they, and are people they, think he's good. Well, and I thought I asked if we were filming Deliverance too. I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Like, is Burt Reynolds going to show up? Like, and weird mm. stuff's going to happen. But that's, I mean, that is, that's up, up north. north. Yeah, that's yeah. up north, up north. And so when I told him out, because you know, summers and stuff, like, um, you know, we'd we'd spend a lot of time. We'd fly back, or drive back, or whatever, teleport. Mm. Spend a lot of time with my grandma's up there and. It, sure, it was a it was a place of like you know, you center yourself, whatever, yada yada yada. When you're when you're a teenager and you don't really know the world, but you think you do, you're mm-hmm. like, no, I think that's where I need to be. And my mom's like, nope, that's not where you need <laughs> to wrong. be. Yeah. You are wrong, yeah. sir. I'm your mother and I'm right. And you're like, whatever. But uh, she was, and so we. She said, but we can go to Eau Claire. I said, all right. Uh, so move back here, and. I ran into a buddy. His name was Aaron. Uh, in the, he's like uber redneck, uh, farm kid, like that whole like mentality really, like struck with me because everybody was honest. If they didn't like you, they'd punch you. <laughs> That's how we say hello around here. <laughs> and you knew where you stood, <laughs> and that was pretty cool for me. Um, and then back to that whole like mechanical mindset. You know, it was yeah the tech ed classes and wood shop and metals and. But automotive, just like oh, I'm gonna, I think I was the only kid. I had a '77 Ford truck, my senior year, and I was in the like, 
I don't remember what they called the class, but where I got to hang out in the auto shop most of the day and not have to go anywhere <laughs> and Not else. doing anything else. Right. It's called skipping algebra. That's got what it. It's called. Like, yeah. Math? No, nah, I don't need that shit. <laughs> and so, I, but I, I think I was the only kid. I, I brought the truck in. We ripped it down to the frame. Started sandblasting and, and grinding the frame, painting it back. And I just told my teacher, I'm going to rebuild this. Like what? Every time I started taking something apart, it was dirty, so I'll just clean it. And then, well, this part underneath it's clean, dirty, so I'll just clean that. And then pretty soon, like, there was, like, two pieces of steel that were the frame. And then, like, the whole shop was just exploded with parts. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Uh, I will say that that truck never ran again in my care. Oh, man. I I was hoping that had kind of a Cinderella ending to yeah, it. Yeah, like, no, nope, definitely we put didn't. put it all back together. <laughs> nope. I still have it to this day. Yeah. No, that shit didn't happen. Nope, no, no. That, this is called the real world. <laughs> that kind of opened my eyes and they're like, Oh, this, this stuff's really fun. Mm-hmm. So then I went to tech school and I was like, Oh, I'll do the auto body program. Cause my buddy, Aaron, he did it. And I was like, Oh, I don't know. He seems to have his head on his shoulders. Um, I'll do that. Cause I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. So, <laughs> so I did that. And then I've failed miserably cause I did the whole thing as I did in high school too, where, well, what, do I really need to go to the, like the academic classes? I don't think so. <laughs> Their suggestions, right? And they weren't. Um, <laughs> Apparently, they're mandatory. Yeah, I yeah. guess you need that. So after I failed out of auto body, and during that time, uh, my dad had, had gotten back in touch with me, and he said that he had a, a 1985 CJ7, which he still has to this day. Hmm. And he said, hey, um, you probably need a class project, and I've always wanted this Jeep. Maybe you could repaint it for me. Well, the thing about like those Jeeps and for um, what – we, me, my dad, a lot of my buddies could afford uh, in that time frame. Well, they were pieces of shit. <laughs> like you could throw a football through the side of them. Just rusted out, just junk. Yeah. We got into the shop, started fixing it up. My buddy did a lot of really great work. Uh, There's a lot of times where I was just taking naps underneath it from the creeper because, you know, I, I'm a marketing guy and, you know, I was really a lot more social times in the evenings. So I, I'd, I'd take my days to rest up for the meetings in the evenings. Well, that, that's that's just good business planning. I mean, you got to know when you got to be at your best. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and so, Daytime <laughs> underneath the vehicle. This seems like a good time just to rest. Uh, feel safe here. <laughs> so so we put that thing together. Uh, and I and I swore the jeeps. Out. I was like, "Fuck these things, They're junk!" <laughs> like never, never in a million years. Right. And then, uh, and well, and then I drove it, uh, cruising downtown, Water Street, College Town. Like, oh, jamming to tunes. The chicks seemed to dig it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was, was with my wife at that time. Huh. But no, I was just, my chick digged it. Yeah, she loved it. Yeah, she still does it. to this day. Absolutely, and. Uh, and so I was like, oh, well, I guess I need to get one. So sold everything I owned. I netted about 150 bucks. <laughs> and I bought some lug nuts. Yep. It was the start of a beautiful relationship with you and Jeeps, yeah. Well, and then my buddy Adam, who's my right-hand man at the shop, I was working with him um, at Napa at the time, selling some parts. And he found an ad for an old Jeepster Commando. He's like, oh, let's go check it out. So we went to go check it out. Dude's name was Howard Wangen. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. Well, Algebra? No. Howard Wangen? Got you, dude. I got you. <laughs> and so we went up to Howard's house, drank a shit ton of beer, mm. made a deal for Adam's Jeep, and uh, 
Well, let me get that story right. I found an old Jeep. We went up there to look at that Jeep. Adam found his Jeep. Drank a ton of beer with Howie. Then also the Jeep that I came to look at, I saw the Jeep Howie was driving, needed that one instead. Mm. That was way out of my budget. So then that truck that I put together that never ran, I said, well, Howard, I got a truck for you. Let me tell you. I got about 150 bucks and this 1977 Ford High Boy. It's going to be great. No, there's no title, but we'll figure that out later. Semantics, my brother. Yeah. Semantics. You don't need that. And uh, so then I, I got a an, I worked a deal magically and got an 82 CJ7. And uh, that's kind of what got me into this whole mess that is the Jeeps. And I mean, it truly is a culture. I, sure, I got into the old Jeeps because I could afford them. Uh, and now I'm still into them because I can afford them. <laughs> I'm sensing a trend here, <laughs> picking but, up on something. But the deal was, it was, you know, I, I knew during like the first like year or so of me and my dad getting into this Jeep thing. Mm-hmm. My dad lived in Iowa at the time. I was up here in, in Eau Claire living in my now brother-in-law's basement. Yeah. Uh, you weave yourself a tangled web. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I know I'm Keep pointing up. out. Keep I'm, up. Yeah, all right. I'm pointing out the obvious here. I'm just... <laughs> For those of you listening, I just want to make sure you know the spider is tangling this web. <laughs> and I want to get into uh, the uh, the old Jeep stuff. And I think it's a, it's a it's cool to hear you say that it's because you know you couldn't afford the new ones right. at the time. But you guys have done uh, so many awesome things with revitalization of these old Willys, uh, the the Overlander, which I know has been you know published in in national magazines. It's been out to it's been out to Vegas. It's been everywhere. Uh, and we'll get into the fact that it's been from uh, fucking Canada down to Mexico. Right. Uh, and, and, and I want to say in a straight line because it's not. But um, and, and I'm, I'm a new Jeep guy. I mean, I, I, I the body structure and, you know, the, the, the new look and, and it feels like you're in a cockpit and stuff. But I, and I never really think I had an appreciation for the Willie style or the Overlander style and all the – I didn't really understand the history because I was a new Jeep guy. And I think there was like two different – categories there until you you know until i met you guys and walked into the shop and uh and the overlander was sitting out right in front of right in front of max built um and i think you told me it wasn't the first time you met because i think the first time you met me you're like asshole um i'm gonna take this piece of shit suburban <laughs> and make it fucking cool and then but the second time the second time you brought beef sticks i brought day. i brought a i brought a whole fucking uh carton full of uh wenzel's farm sausages for the boys at the at the shop and you know, you, when you take a second look at a, at a vehicle like like the old Willys that you have sitting out there, or the Overlander, and it was the second time when you look at it and you say, you don't look at it like, oh, it's an old rusty fucking thing. It has, there's nothing shiny right. on it. You know, there's no chrome. There's no, and you you start to I think put into a weird perspective about where the fuck has this thing been? You know, right. if this vehicle could tell you stories about you know the day it got off the line. And where it was until you found it, and then, and and I say the word restore, you know, restored it back to you know working order, but restored it back so it's still like, it it has its own sensibility to it. It has its own. It's not right. different, you know. It it, it, right. it has it has the same feel to it, and I think that gave me such a bigger appreciation for not only the work that you guys do on on the new vehicles because I've seen the, the what was it the Hellcat? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. dude. Like that's. <laughs> If I have a wheelhouse, that is like that is right 
where I would live. I would live inside of that wheelhouse for all times. Yeah, but the fact that killer. the fact that you you can take a vehicle like you know you can take the Jeep frame of a, of a new Jeep or you know from a 15 years Jeep, last 20 years Jeep, and you can you can build and construct something like that with parts that are made right now. Right. When you would start talking about rebuilding something that is that old, like the Overlander, what, what year is the Overlander? 49. A 1949 <laughs> Overlander. Those parts aren't at the fucking store, dude. You no. know, I mean, you can, I mean, Amazon has everything. Like, well, right. like literally, mean, you could go on and buy anything. I think pretty much everything in this studio was bought on Amazon. <laughs> Some of it refurbished because I'm poor because right. this is only the second fucking podcast, okay? <laughs> we'll but, get there. But to know that it takes so much more than just be, the ability to go and get the parts and to put it together. Yeah, you don't just slap it on. No, you there is there is some creativity going on up in the noggin there. Well, and that's funny too. Like, you know, it, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. And sure, we, we, we bought these things because they were 100 bucks from some farmer. Right. And then we drag them to the shop when at that time, even getting into it, it was like we drag them to like a, wherever, a parking lot. And <laughs> It seems like a safe place for this to happen. <laughs> right. And then you look at it and you're like, you start tearing it apart. You're like, oh, like some dude used like, what does the street sign say? <laughs> speed limit 45. That was probably max speed, you know, <laughs> like, or, or whatever. Yeah. And like, and you're just like, ah, oh. but then now all of a sudden, like, you want to give this thing a new lease on life mm -hmm. that you can give a nod to it, you know, like it's old ways, not completely change it. But then that opens up a whole new can of works. Cause like, like a lot of the patina and a lot of these, these old, uh, like how do you, how do you replace a floor and half of a side of a vehicle that it has this like flowing rust consistency Boom, new steel. No, you can't do that. Yeah. So, like, you've got to find ways to blend that in. And a lot of times it's, it is, it's repurposing old stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, my wife is great because she likes to, you know, she does the whole like thrift sailing and antiquing. Yeah. And, um, she'll, she'll come home with like, hey, I got this old like Coleman lantern. Oh, great. I can cut the base apart <laughs> and I'm going to use that to plug a hole here or there. You didn't want that, did you? Like, you didn't have like a bird. Like, that wasn't going to go for our next camping trip, was it? Okay, good. Cause, I already did it. I already or, tore the board. Or we out. took we'd take like old oil lanterns. I know Adam's old Jeep, uh, he made like a hook to hang off the back of his Jeep and then he took an old oil lantern and put a little red LED in it and that every time he hit the brakes, that swinging lantern was his brake light. Oh. A little stuff I, like I, that. Yeah. I think I think that's letter of the law, that's pretty that's street legal. Well, I mean I think you so. know, like sometimes you gotta take that letter and like make it your own. It's like a <laughs> You know, it, it, there's different uh, there's different styles there. Some some are bold, some are italicized. Uh, you know, but we just you just gotta own it. And when you drive it past a cop, typically the things we drive we drive or build, they look at it and they're either thinking, what, or they're thinking, <laughs> I get off in ten minutes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. And that guy's a hobo just looking for the next train to take him take him somewhere else. And now, not only do you guys. Um, there's a certain passion level that when you find individuals that are driven, that have a vision of something and they just want to see it through. Right. And even if they're not exactly sure what the end result looks like. Um, but I want to talk about the girl. Um, not Ginger? The, not, the girl that is on um, 
The trail the, tail chick. Ginger. Yeah, the, yeah, the ginger long ginger her name ginger long legs, is that the official oh, name? Oh yeah, no, that's the official name. Yeah. So like it's it's you have a tattoo you have a tattoo and yeah. he's got a tattoo of ginger yeah. long legs. Yeah, in the middle of an old vintage patinaed Willie's grill on my forearm. Where did you meet Ginger? And <sighs> well. Okay. Wait. We can edit this out. All right, I'm almost, perfect. I'm almost a hundred percent sure of that. <laughs> almost, like ninety-eight percent. Yeah, is it is it muted, Cooper? Yeah, no, no. the buttons buttons are off. It's all right, all right, fine. It's I've, just I'm it's in just a safe place now. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the safe zone. No, actually, it was. Uh, so we we came up. One of our products that we came up with was uh, was an LED tail light for the Jeeps. Trying to again, like not only do we just deal with these old things. Mm-hmm. Especially after we took a trip with these old Jeeps and we drove them across the country the first time. We were like, fuck that. <laughs> and and we took that 49 wagon mm-hmm. and we mixed old and new together. Um, so you can have an old patina 49 Willys wagon driving at 80 miles an hour down the highway, freaking the shit out of people that you pass. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, our, one of our products was a LED taillight because like the, the Jeep taillights, like they suck. You yeah. you back them into a tree and they explode. They're they're just a trailer taillight. So, um, we there was another product on the market mm, that was subpar. That was, that was subliminal. <laughs> I don't think anybody listening who knows what they're listening to. Well, knows I thought it was muted. Heard. I thought it was muted. Shit. Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's, it's all off the air. Wait, we're not on the air. Oh, oh, perfect. Um, but uh, we're having problems with them, so we're like, fuck it, we're gonna make our own. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna do it cool and we're gonna market this a little bit differently. Um, the tail lights, trail tail. Everybody likes tail. Mm. Let's get some tail. Why don't we have a sweet pinup chick that's sexy that can kind of help market this product? Because, you know, again, throwback to the vintage. Mm-hmm. I have a beautiful wife. She's a beautiful woman at the center of everything that is Max built. Uh, so how can we kind of give a nod to her, a nod to this uh, get a little tail thing, you know, that whole nine. And uh, I talked to a buddy of mine, Landon. He owns a another company, um, American Trail Products, and uh, he, great graphic designer. He's like, dude, this is my idea. This is my thought. And then, like uh, later in the day, he's like, this is this is what I kind of came up with: uh, pinup chick, big tits, uh, leg pointing in the air. Perfect. She can sit right on the letters for the words. Uh, it's gonna look great. So then that just kind of, that blossomed. Mm. I mean, to the point where we were at a show in Daytona Beach, Florida, and we had our booth all set up. We had this chick come up. She's like, oh, that's it. And I'm like, all right. Uh, well, I'm taken. So, <laughs> I, don't know, uh, I don't know if you saw this ring. <laughs> yep, yep. But uh, she's right there. <laughs> Heather. Um, she knows karate. <laughs> But she's no that that tattoo. I've been looking for a pinup chick just like that. This is what mm-hmm. I wanted. Um, I, I want to get a tattoo of this on my calf. All right. <laughs> I need some uh, need to sign a waiver or something. Yeah, like I a... said, do you have a Jeep? And she says, yeah. She said, I got a TJ, which uh, for all you out there, a TJ is a '97 to '06 Jeep Wrangler. But uh, I said, well, I'll tell you what. You come back tomorrow with a tattoo on your calf of our logo and you can get yourself a set of free taillights <laughs> thinking that I was just going to give her a sticker and I'd never see her again. Sure as shit. <laughs> Ta-da! You can get a lot of things in Daytona Beach and one of them is a is a, is a a pinup chick on your calf. Tattooed uh, overnight. It's yeah. like 
It's like Amazon Prime. Yeah, you, exactly. I feel like Bezos should be paying us to drop Amazon as much as we have today. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, he's he's parting away with some money, so maybe <laughs> we should wait. We'll wait. <laughs> right. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. At least half. You know, we've mentioned this a couple times about uh, about the we haven't said it out loud, but the epic Willie's adventure, which is, I, I'm not sure where it came from. Like I imagine, here's here's my vision, and you can then correct me if the story's wrong. All right. Um, you're drunk. It's wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're drunk. <laughs> oh no, no you're okay, totally right. Okay, yeah, yeah. No. So you're drunk, you're and you're in the, the right way. <laughs> you're drunk, and you're like, I have an idea. Let's go from Montana. Montana. Well, I'm. I could correct you because there was one before this one. Oh, now we're getting into to specific. I mean, if we want to be semantical. Well, I'm, th- I'm talking about the original thought process. Like, right? You're, a, you're drunk. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. No, you, like, B, yeah, absolutely. B, it, let's drunk go. in the shop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With, with yeah. So, so, it was. Uh, it was my Adam. Mm. Adam's up. Uh, there's Adam again. Uh, we're gonna have, one of these nights. We're gonna have to get Adam in here too. We uh, should. Not, not, I mean, that is if you will have me back someday. Well, we'll see how this goes. All right. We'll enough. see how many downloads we get, and then we'll <laughs> we'll discuss later. We'll see. Actually, we should have him on. Then we can compare. Like, right. oh, apparently he's yeah. got a little more draw than you do. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Well, maybe not. <laughs> he's pretty likable. Uh, believe it. Uh, no, but to Adam uh, and another good friend, Mark Strangfeld, we were just having beers in the shop, and... Yeah, kicking around the idea, like looking at all these old pieces of shit that we had, and we're like, <laughs> someday we should put one of these together and drive it across the country, <laughs> and then we just drink more beer. And then one one <laughs> night, it was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yep. And I said, next month or next year would have been 2016, which mm-hmm. was the 75th anniversary of Jeep and the 50th anniversary of the Easter Jeep Safari which is like the pilgrimage of all... It's like Sturgis for Jeeps, yeah. but it's out in Moab, right? Mm-hmm. And so we are like... I was like, all right, well, I'm going to make an announcement. We're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to call it the Epic Willie's Adventure because it's going to be fucking epic because <laughs> we're going to try to... The deal was... The, the rules were no phones, no GPS, and no interstate travel. And no modifications to the vehicle other than what would have been done back in the day. So, so no, you, you couldn't have like no quality 2016 suspension or nope no okay hmm. nope yeah. yep uh, seat belts were optional because they were optional back then uh, no fuel injection it needed to start hard uh, run hard and get put away wet I mean that was just that was the way it was you know if it was leaking that was good because at least you knew it had fluids to leak uh, when it stopped leaking I feel I feel like you guys were just like. Like, how can we fucking derail this thing really quickly? <laughs> like, I want to see, like, it, it feels like the first time was, let's see if we can get out of the first state. Like, and that should have been furthest one wins. Like, what? hey, I made it to Utah. No, you lost, dude. <laughs> no, dude, that's not even that. No. we. You know where my shop is, and I'm about a, a quarter of a mile from a gas station, mm-hmm. and you should have seen everybody's faces when we drove out of the shop <laughs> And got to the gas station to fuel them up. There was cheering. We, we, I mean, it was like we won the Super Bowl. Like we're like, oh, oh, we made it. We made it to the gas station. <laughs> it's an eighth of a mile. Oh man, cheapers. <laughs> and, and the 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 deal for that whole trip was, we're gonna go from our shop to Moab, Utah, mm-hmm. down through Missouri, Kansas, um, southern route of Colorado, 
and we did it. Um, we had our friend, uh, I had another friend who wanted to be on the trip, passed away hmm. about three, no, two months prior to it. Um, he worked for a company called JP Magazine. He was hmm. a good friend, Pete Trasborg. And uh, yeah, just ended way too soon. But a uh, good friend of his um, and a girlfriend of his from when I knew him, she still wrote as a freelance for JP. And I, I called Missy up. I said, this was something that Pete wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I'd love for you to cover it. What do you think? She said, oh, yep, I'm down. So she she rode, rode shotgun, you know, wind, rain, fog, snow, everything. Um, 70 miles an hour across. Kansas is a windy state. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, Kansas sucks. It really does. <laughs> now, some of these Jeeps. Yeah. Nature uh, air conditioned. Oh right? yeah, no there, top. There's no top. Zero yeah. top. Right. Zero top. Zero doors. So it's like snowmobile suits. Um, but also, Kansas was hot, and then Colorado was not. So you you got to pack for all of that stuff. And on that that first trip, there was a lot of hotel stays, and because uh, it it was funny, people would be like, "Oh, are you, are you gonna do the like you gonna do the whole thing dirt?" Uh, are you kidding me, man? We're gonna try to just, like make it. Like the first day, Adam blew his engine up. Like day one. Day one. Jeez. Fuck. What are we doing? Like this is a horrible idea. And you know we're we're seventy five miles from home with a blown up engine. You know we we ran into an awesome Jeep club down in uh, Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Like we found a motor. Like they opened up a garage at some dude's house. Uh, Rich Belkey. And and his wife was like cooking food, and she like sent us on our way after we put a new motor in Adam's Jeep, and that motor was junk, and we said, Adam, you're <laughs> fucked. So just put your shit in somebody else's stuff. Let's roll, cause we're burning daylight. And then and then like the next like hundred miles, I remember we, again celebrated like we won two Super Bowls when we got <laughs> we out of the it, state of Wisconsin. We've just made it to Minnesota. <laughs> Go team. <laughs> right. And uh, so, we, so we did this trip. And I mean, I could, uh, like, we could do a podcast just about each trip for crying out loud. But we we get done with that trip. We we pull into Moab. Um, on the way there, we get stopped by, because it was 75th, 75th anniversary of Jeep, mm. um, Brad Stanley, who is a photographer for uh, Jeep Corporate, was doing a big uh, promotion for that milestone and he's like uh a you guys are crazy <laughs> b let's do a photo shoot with you and all your hoopties so we did that and then that was when we were like oh, there's there's something kind of here like this right. was this was fun not only was it fun like we checked our instagram social after we got back and we had 10,000 followers or something like that I think we had eight thousand right away, and then right. like we've only gained, gained like another two thousand or twenty five hundred in in two years, which I don't really get that. Thanks, uh, analytics, but uh, we uh, damn the algorithms, man. <laughs> right. Damn them it's right bull- to hell. Bullshit. But we had uh, when we got back, we we're like, oh, there's there's some here. Like the this whole lifestyle idea is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So then we decided that every two years we're going to do another trip, and so then in eighteen which is the, the that Canada to Mexico thing. Um, we 
we doubled down, reached out to some people that were excited about it, talked to, you know, Advance um, and their TechNet community. We talked to, you know, Grizzly Coolers. Yokohama Tire helped us out. Um, had some really, really awesome sponsors. A lot of backing on an idea that uh, <laughs> we're going to drive a bunch of Jeeps at 35 miles an hour across the country. What now, do you say? 2016, how many, how many vehicles did you have? How many Jeeps were a part of that trip? <sighs> I mean, besides I Adams, which shit the bed outside of lacrosse. Oh, yeah, it was a piece of shit. <laughs> still, well, it's still well, sitting there. What was funny was that mm. like everybody else rebuilt engines, and Adam rebuilt everything other than his motor because like five years earlier he rebuilt his motor, so he was like, "No, my motor's good." Yeah, I did that. Yeah, check that off the list. Yeah, well, he whoops, <laughs> whoopsie <laughs> daisy. But then like fast forward two more years, and I rebuilt my motor twice now. Thanks, Tom. We'll get into that. That's that's in episode three. <laughs> but uh, we had, I think we had seven or eight, uh, and like shame on me, I don't remember exactly, but seven or eight, had a lot going on, still had a lot going on. Where am I? 2018. How many? How many? Oh, how many right. do you have in 2018? So uh, we signed up. You for, don't, I don't need exact numbers. So this is again, we well, failed math. I get remember. Right, yeah, yeah, we did, we right. skipped those classes. And really, nobody that's listening even knows, anyways. So math. <laughs> we uh we had 14 people that were jeeps that were interested mm-hmm. um one of them didn't make it to the start so it started with 13 um and like everybody had a rider because this year we were all for the most part we were all bringing our significant others oh. plot twist dun 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 and it, i'll tell you like like from the start it was like uh, i hope they get it like you know we we literally get stranded on the side of the road for hours at a time with nothing to do, and we don't have the answer for well, how's it going? Well, pretty shitty because we're still here. <laughs> um, are the tires moving? Well, no. Well, then then it's pretty shitty. Yeah, it hasn't improved yet. Yep, we haven't nope. seen that. But when the tires move, you'll know that it's better because we're moving. And you'll notice by the smile on my face, <laughs> right? Yes, and the beer in my hand. <laughs> now, and that's I mean, outside of just the 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 feat of doing that. In in not just taking you know a Toyota Camry which could drive from here back to where it was manufactured, right? Yeah, I mean this the, outside of that struggle in itself, and not being on highways and not being using cell phones and not using all the technologies out there, you decided, not you, maybe it was a, a group decision. I have an idea. Like 2016 was a real struggle. Like this was a tough fucking feat to do from Eau Claire to Moab. Right. Which is in Utah, for those of you who don't have a map. But, like, you have an idea, which I applaud you for, because I think this this builds stronger relationships. Well, that's the idea. Like, let's, let's add a whole new level of difficulty. You can take the headphones. If you need to grab a beer, did you just take your headphones off? It's, oh, okay. We, right. Yeah. We'll take care of this in post. Actually, no, I'm going to leave this in here. Yep. Like, I'm not going to stop you. a beer. Dude needs a beer. But to add the next level of... Bringing, bringing it's, weird, the it's weird to hear your voice when I don't have headphones on. I like this better. I feel much more safe now. <laughs> you feel like you're in a safe zone? Yeah. Good. That beer will help too. Yep. But that's, and it, this isn't like a, a harp on, on the sanctity of marriage, but you're, you're in a stressful situation because you, you, are try, you are trying to accomplish something. This show has become complete with sound effects, which is amazing. Do we need to give a shout out to Walters and uh, I say, yeah. the guys at Northwest Brew Pub? And- Absolutely. Thanks for all that you do. Keep but up the good work. That's um, 
<laughs> and I know because I saw the pictures from from uh, Epic Willie's Adventure 2018. There was plenty. Oh yeah, no, there no. was plenty of Walters to uh, maybe help calm some of the oh, no, nerves absolutely. and stuff. All right, so where were we? Uh, I said, why would you bring your wives on board on this trip when you know it's going to be uh, there's going to be catastrophic? No, not catastrophic because it was mm-hmm. overall it was a success. No, it totally was. But there's going to be challenges along the way. Uh, yeah. Well, and that was the thing. Like, like the wonderful thing was that like our wives already knew that we were idiots before they signed up. <laughs> be- before they signed up for the trip, or before they signed up before they signed up for our marriage. Okay, good. Yeah, That's fine. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that made this decision much mm. easier. Like I already, I already did that. I already made that mistake. I mean, I already made that decision. So yeah, we we started in Kalispell, Montana. Jeez. And we drove to El Paso, Texas, which sister city is Juarez, Mexico. And uh, I hear it's dangerous down there. It's uh, yeah. There's cartel issues that we ran into. Mm. Are you yeah. oh you like yeah. there was some ish. Yeah, there oh. definitely some ish. Had to reroute because otherwise mm. uh, we would have been. Um, f- find I don't know what taxed I don't know what give me your money or <laughs> or you don't get to go hmm. however that works I'm not sure if that's um, regulated by the federal government yeah, I don't think it's regulated I think it's different no it's I think a it's little... a different regulation yes yeah yeah so we opted out of that route uh, US 10 apparently between Columbus and El Paso people uh, if you're driving in a convoy of old Willie's Jeeps don't do it or <laughs> In a newer pickup truck, because uh, the guy at the at the the Super Eight breakfast said that uh, that he's been stopped a lot of times and he's had to pay a lot of money. It was pretty crazy. It actually, it was... but he's still alive, I guess. They, yeah, if, like he got. To if tell you're looking us for that. a silver lining in this right. whole thing, yeah. is, uh, he well, doesn't have a truck you anymore. Die? But... You didn't die. Yeah, you were but fine. did you die? No. So we so but when we started mm-hmm. Kalispell, you know, we we took we took the train out. I, I used to work for a farmer down in Oliva, and I was 16 years old. And I remember he had a he had a condo out in Whitefish. And he told me he said, "One day before you die, you need to take the uh, Empire Builder train uh, from St. Paul to Montana. Hmm. Just a super cool way to travel. I've never been on a train. I mean, I've been on an Amtrak like into like you know New York City." Which is just a glorified subway. <laughs> just, I was going to say a little bit cleaner, but it's it's, it's really not. not. No, no, it's not. Less <laughs> urination on your leg, right? Hey, maybe. And so we, you pay extra for that car. <laughs> I want to be in the car where they don't piss on your leg. Is yeah, that like, I cool? appre- it's five, five bucks? I would okay. appreciate that. Thank you. you know, could you just yeah? Or I just, mean, when you're in New York, you want to feel New York, but right. not, not that New York. No, not 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 that close. Like right. less urine <laughs> is great. So we. So I thought, oh, if I'm going to do it and we're going to drive from Montana to Mexico, well, might as well take 28 of my friends on this train with me and like see what we can kind of come up with. So we organized that into the whole whole project. So so getting to the start was got to be an adventure too, and that was fun. But then we got there. The Jeeps were uh, all stored in uh, like a county fairgrounds. So, you know, we roll in after like this like, wonderful trip where – like somebody else took care of us to get there. Like oh, we didn't, yeah, like, oh, yeah, another, another another Jim Beam and Coke there. Uh, you know. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Here's a dollar for your troubles. <laughs> Thank you. And then we get there, we're like, oh fuck! Please start. Please start. <laughs> please start. We get everything fired up. Get to the the hotel. 
So this time we were like, oh, we're, we're going to stay in hotels for like four or five nights max. And it was like a 14-day trip. Hmm. So a lot more camping. And uh, day one, we leave. We have a little meeting. We leave. So go, well, I guess first we, we head down to like the local car quest. Like just for some last minute things. And we did a little meet and greet with like the local community. Well, like last minute things, I think, racked up a $3,700 bill. <laughs> Like it was an extensive this. list of things, <laughs> and uh, and then we left. We went up through Glacier National Park, uh, got up to the top. One of the guys' jeeps was overheating, which it overheated a lot on the first trip too. Didn't get that fixed. Nope. No. No. There's a lot to do in between the two times, um, and so then we we started cruising up to went through the park, hung a left, like. 15 miles to the border and we start cruising and we go past this chewing black bone campground with a bunch of teepees we're like oh that's cool then we look across the road oh that's that's a family of grizzly bears walking 10 feet from our jeeps Thank goodness we're not staying at that campground. <laughs> well I think you pay extra for that added adventure like you want to feel like you're in the real fucking middle of nowhere you want to feel like you're roughing it? <laughs> yeah. Go fight a bear. Right. Phil. Yeah. Well, but Where wait, they... there's more. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> so we get we get to the border, and we're like, oh yeah, we did it. We got to the start. <laughs> <laughs> so did this? This didn't feel like you won your third Super Bowl, is yeah. what you're saying? Like no, uh, it was like oh, like nobody gives a shit. I feel like uh, there's going to be something, and there was because then our buddy Cody was like, oh, hey Phil. Uh, just hop my, do you want to drive my jeep for a second like something's just not right so I hop in it old greg that was the name of it old greg old greg <laughs> feels like the fucking jeep whisperer here he's like <laughs> yeah why don't you drive it for a second and just let me know what old greg says to you Does yeah he speak old greg said fuck <laughs> i hopped in it and the whole thing was shaking the steering wheel like everything just uh i said Cody, I don't need to drive this anywhere. It's fucked. Like, and and then at that same time, like the uh, border patrol agent starts running down. She's like, "You need to leave. You guys can't all be here." You, this is, and we're looking around. We're like, "What? What? Nobody's here." Like, <laughs> like we're your biggest. This should be exciting for you because yeah, like, nothing oh, look, happens. Look, human beings. Right. <laughs> look, it's not a fucking family of bears. Like you know, like chill. So lady. she's like, "Go." Quarter mile down the road, there's a turnoff. Go down a quarter mile down the road, and then we're like, oh, we're definitely in the Blackfoot Indian Reservation. Hmm. Uh-huh. I could get into that more, but whoa, <laughs> it was intense. So we, But did you die? But did, no, I'm no. here, and See, that's what matters. That's all that counts. <laughs> well, so, so Cody Cody changes his oil, and it it looked like the most beautiful silver paint you would ever put on a car. And for anybody that changes oil, uh, they know that that's not what you want. No. No. But it was beautiful. So we're like, well, I guess we're going to go to that campground just up the road. Wait that, a minute. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we've come full circle here. Like, <laughs> was this the one with the family of bears? Yeah. And not the Berensteins or other friendly bear it families? It was definitely not Yogi. It not, was not, not Yogi. Boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we go pull in there and... Uh, the campground folk, uh, the attendees, the uh, whatever you know, 
the people in charge. The kind of all, they're definitely yeah. just giving us the eyeball, like, who are these people coming into our campground with their old jalopies? And then, as, and they, then, as they walk out of a teepee, like, hey, wait a minute here. Like, I feel like. <laughs> Feel like we're on the same team, kind right, of. Right? Yeah. Of, like, you know, yeah, jump, throw me a bone here. Jump a decade it's, or two. It is people. chewing black bone. Like, <laughs> we're all right. Let's. Where is that black? I need to chew on something. And we, and what the like? So we like limp in, and then our buddy that was overheating gets drug in by like the last jeep. And we're, took we took them a few extra minutes to we, get there. We circle the wagons, and uh, my my jeep had the most important cargo of all of the jeeps your um, wife oh you set me up for that one i did i did see <laughs> you're welcome heather you're welcome we, we uh, all week uh i was gonna say the beer oh yes I, that, yes so we we're, we were blessed with two kegs of beer um and some root beer that were run through a, a grizzly coolers made us a jockey box which was like stainless steel cable or coils run through a, a grizzly cooler you just had to put ice in it and then when the keg beer would come through by the time it came out it was like cold and delicious that's fucking genius yep that guy makes a lot of money <laughs> no matter what happened on this trip it didn't really matter <laughs> it's gonna be okay yep. we have cold beer and root beer for those of you who are not as fun <laughs> so we uh we we'd like took a minute to assess well no so we drank beer and then the next day we were like, we'll take a minute to assess our situation. Mm. Um, but we made it through the first day and um, I was definitely, uh, the, what was running through my head was, um, fuck, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> fuck, how's this going to, how's this going to work? But, but, you know, each day progressed, small victories. And uh, I mean, we got stories, we got stories all the way from border to border, but it was a, uh, we made it to the end, met a lot of awesome people. Um, you know, like I said, Forlow Magazine, they did an awesome job uh, capturing kind of the, the, the story. But the coolest part about the whole thing... Is you didn't die. Is that we didn't die. <laughs> uh, well, there's that. <laughs> the second coolest thing was... We uh, we, we were able to... A friend of ours uh, owns a production company out of mm-hmm. uh, La Crosse, and... He, was, he wanted to be on the trip. We wanted to have him on the trip. He's a good friend. And I said, but but you need to document it. Like, what do you think about that? I think there's a documentary here because people want to laugh at, like, all the different ways that we sucked every day. <laughs> and uh, so I said, but here's the deal. If you're going to videotape it, you still have to have an old vintage vehicle as your production rig. <laughs> Well, can't we get like a couple minivans so we could? Nope. No, no. Yep. So God, you're an asshole. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Yeah, rules are rules. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're hard and fast with those rules, aren't you? All the time. Like, nah, <laughs> fuck it. Well, no. It, on it, this on this particular instance, rules are rules. Me. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like when it works for me or when I think it's going to be epic. We can't really just uh, <laughs> give you a free pass because you're going to make this into some fucking documentary you know <laughs> blah, blah, blah. but I, but I, I was gonna bring that up because we when we met um uh, on friday of last week uh, i got to see the to see some of the work that was done yeah. uh for epic willie's adventures and you know i think you know you and i could sit here and i could listen to yeah. the stories that happened and, i get lost and, sorry no no i'm i'm, I'm serious <laughs> like i like i 
because you want to have that like you know firsthand experience of you know fucking black bears that's like a legit that could be a legit concern right if you happen to be stranded on the side of the road and you're like oh uh would you like a beer i, I smell don't like beef jerky i've been eating a lot <laughs> of you. it I've been, all i've been eating is beef jerky and drinking walters man i don't know what <laughs> the hell you want me to do but you know just seeing the the footage that i saw to encapsulate that trip and and the struggles and the realities of it and you know for, even from the little bit that i saw conceptually when you think about it like oh my god we're gonna go do this thing it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool because we're gonna start here we're gonna end here and it's gonna there's going to be like raw human fucking emotion that is going to come out and even in the in the snippet that i got to see um that's real as fuck dude i mean there's (laughs) you know the 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 epic factor of the trip you know is so much more than just the fact that you took it it's you did it without gps you made the fucking production guy, who I'm surprised actually sent you the footage. Uh, <laughs> fucking, run. I had to beg for it. I was gonna say like, hey, really, <sighs> really sorry, we made you go through this whole thing. But I, but I, I think even for the filmmakers, you know, that's really being entrenched in what they were doing is because you're right. not just like, hey, you know, we're the we're the film crew. We're gonna be in the back kitchen, some really cool aerial footage of you guys driving down the road or going through some, um, going through some water and driving on dirt and. And they got the it. Heat. It was just harder. It was just more difficult. And right. I'm, I'm guessing when they got about you know a quarter of the way through, they're like, "Fuck this guy, dude." Oh like, yeah. But to it, it really, um, and I'm excited for others to be able to get a chance to uh, to witness it just because of the, and you and you can't put that whole thing. You can't put two weeks into. No. You know uh, this, you know this amount of footage, but it was really cool to be able to to get some visual stimulation of, wow, what you guys did was, I mean, epic is is maybe an understatement because it was, that's a fucking undertaking, dude. That's, you know, <laughs> well, it's funny and, though, and, too, and the like... weird thing is, the weird thing is, like, you live in America, like you have fucking choice. Right. You can say things like, I don't want to do this because eventually my wife could stab me with. <laughs> You know, a piece of that black bone and just right. right through the right through the jugular, but we're gonna make it through. Well, and that was the thing too, like it, and I think for me, and and my my buddies are are kind of like the same mindset. It wasn't a big fucking deal in the fifties. <laughs> it was. I fine mean, it, back, it was yeah, a big yeah, deal. It, sure, it, yeah, like yeah, yes, you're was. like I'm gonna move my homestead from you know Wisconsin to California, mm-hmm. and it was a thing. But at the same time, like. It was a thing. You just fucking you just, did, you it. did it. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it. it wasn't like, oh, look at me, I made it. But i I think the I think the big difference is with all of the opportunity for easier. Yeah. That easy button's always there, and that that minivan for the production company would have been the easy button because I don't know how many times would I've been like, Pat, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just go to the parts store and come back here real fast. Just drive. Just push the gas pedal. Nobody leave. Just go get us parts. It'll be fine. Right. We're going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be fine. What's the plan with? So the takeaway from it is the Epic Willie's Adventure. The The idea is we're going to do it every two years. We don't yeah. do it every year because then it becomes a thing. And the whole, like the idea behind it, like I live, breathe, eat, sleep, everything, Jeep, off-road. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we're, we're a general repair facility too. So we, but like, we're involved in that shit all the time. So the last thing I want to do is like think about Epic as, oh God, I got to put something together. So we're like, oh, we'll do it every two years, which really lays out to be like every 18 to 20 months. Mm-hmm. 
because then we can be excited about it. We can plan it. Um, I want to continue it to be documented, um, both print and, and, uh, you know, video. This current one, you know, we're working with a few of the companies that sponsored us to get the footage edited and we're shooting for like Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've got some interest also from like history's drive block. Um, so, so that there's some outlets for it to be able to be seen mm-hmm. at the very least, it'll be up on Amazon prime. Um, which is also awesome. So be able to witness it and, and yeah. So everybody can check it guys. exactly. So they can be, and that you know like the and the, again like the 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 footage the audio is you know it's we had two way communications from the jeeps, um, which was a, you know it's a age old technology that was definitely around back in the day. Mm. So, but we were able to capture that for the footage, uh, so that like you can hear the you know the in cab communication. When it's, you know, oh, fuck, I just, I think my motor blew up or uh, I don't know what happened. I need to pull over. Phil needs uh, an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> there's that. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing? I'm going to murder you. Uh, there, there was a lot of lot of bleeping between the, the husband and his wives. Um, but that that's kind of the idea. We want to we be able to make sure not everybody can always do these things. Mm-hmm. So we want to find ways that they can um, experience it, live vicariously and do those things and hopefully inspire people to like take that leap do something a little bit crazy say fuck it why not call their buddies up and say let's do something dumb or cool or dumb and cool yeah a combination of both right yeah. yep and just see what happens call it so, epic right absolutely and was there anything uh from the footage that that you uh put your foot down and said let's not do that let's edit that part out like did you stab anybody you know did, did, <laughs> any, did, did anybody come back with less f- fingers or limbs or <laughs> Or well, did, did anybody's marital status change no, after? It was nothing got that bad. Okay, that's, there was that's definitely good. that's uplifting. There there is plenty of uh, off camera hugs um, of comfort from uh, tears, but everybody, I mean, everybody was a trooper. Like yeah. and and when and when shit got deep, like and and I and honestly, like hats off to to Jeff and Pat who who filmed it because. They weren't necessarily looking for a reality TV show like, you know, the the Real Housewives of the fucking pioneer days. <laughs> you know, that that was that wasn't the highlight. That right. wasn't the drama. Yeah. Um, it, sh- shit. Surely things unfolded. Mm-hmm. Um, there was plenty of outbursts and extreme anger, but thankfully it wasn't it wasn't like like people based. It was it was like I fucking hate this Jeep and I want it to burn on the side of the road. And Cody actually left his on the side of the road in Colorado. Oh. And and walked away from it, and picked it up two months later on the side of the road. In still in the same spot. No, yeah. Uh, when we when we stopped at a gas station in Meeker, Colorado, he ran into some dude with a trailer and was like, "Uh, there's a Jeep, seven <laughs> miles back. Um, here's my number. I'm gonna call you in like two months. If you have it at your house, it'd be great because I hate it right now. <laughs> right now, I need we need some time away. It was a separation." <laughs> But and he went and he picked it up later. It was dude took care of it for him, <laughs> and and I think that's raw human emotion. I mean, I I, I imagine when you, when you get into a, you know it's being filmed, you know obviously at the end of of the trip or down the road at some point this could become something that is a um, 
documentary. It's on Netflix. It's, it's on Amazon Prime. It's wherever it is. It's it, wherever it exists. So when you first get into it, when you first fire up the Jeep, you know, you guys get out to uh, out to Montana and you're getting in the Jeeps and you're hoping they start. You know, there's it. You know, a certain part of you with that beginning part, you know, is probably in a mindset of, I'm gonna say TV star or reality TV star, but you're like, yeah, it's gonna be like we're we're fucking oh, going, yeah. man. No, no. This is gonna be. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Sorry to bring you your fucking minivan. This is gonna suck for you, but it's gonna. You, know, to you, you almost you have a mentality of, you're making a TV show. I mean, obviously, right. you're, you're doing this. Well, no, this absolutely. Trip. And like, it 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 does it does fade. I will yeah. say oh, that that was what I was saying. At some, oh, yeah. you get you know I don't know how far down the road you about get a, about a mile. Yeah, <laughs> you get to the gas station, <laughs> right. an eighth of a mile out of the shop. Yeah, but you get to a point, and then it's like you know what? Yeah, these cameras are going to be around, and they're going to be you know getting footage of all this stuff. But at well, some point, that that it. that fucking you know the Hollywood part of it, if you will, fades away, and it's like okay, this is just going to be real. You know, yeah, this it's is just real, real shit. shit, especially when. Yeah, like, and, and we we prepped for it a little bit, like beforehand. We had some meetings with, uh, like, uh, hey everybody, this is Jeff. Jeff's gonna be in your face. Fucking deal with it, um, and like ignore yeah. Jeff. Just do your thing. And sure, it was weird, and I'm, I'm sure, uh, you know, we we do a lot on social, so yeah. like, I I'm not I I personally don't really think too much of it until somebody like puts a camera in my face and says like, how do you feel about this? And I go, uh, 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 I feel like I'm going to kill you. Right. Put that fucking camera in my face again. <laughs> That's how I feel. But, uh, you know, it, it became really real. Like the moment when I was like, oh, whoa, was when Pat and Jeff, they brought, forgive me guys, but uh, I think it was, it, was a, it was a nephew or a cousin. And he was the like, he was the helper, you know, he'd change the batteries, make sure everything was yeah. charged. He was in the back seat of Pat's wagon because Pat had a wagon for the trip. Well, <laughs> when we built Pat's Jeep, the the exhaust came out behind the driver's door, but it had a lot of leaks in it. <laughs> it was a so, fully sealed and so exhaust it, pipe. It rolled up and uh, the exhaust would come back in the cab and... We got a, I don't know if it was a radio call or it was, it was a thing. All of a sudden it was, uh, is he, is he, is he breathing? <laughs> Jesus. And when we realized that he passed out from carbon monoxide. Oh thing, yeah. Mm, we were that's like, a thing. oh, so, uh, nobody's immune to any of this shit. <laughs> Even if they are the production crew. <laughs> We're so sorry, fucked. friend. So sorry, helper guy. Right. <laughs> Trial by fire. Yep. yep. You're uh, a better man uh, for it. Yep. Uh, Roll the windows down. You <laughs> <laughs> need some fresh air. I don't care if it's raining. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> You're gonna live. Oh There's, yeah. Uh, a little bit of hypothermia, a little bit of pneumonia is probably more survivable than the old carbon monoxide poison. <laughs> right. They say that. They say that shit's deadly. Well, it's like know. the Oregon Trail. Uh, he died from carbon. <laughs> like from what? <laughs> what were they feeding the oxen? Right. <laughs> they should have foraged the river, but no, they decided to build a raft. Well, I'm going to use that as a shameless segue then into our Epic Willies 2020. Are you going on the Oregon Trail? Yep. Wow, that really worked out well. Yeah, it really I, did. Jeez. Shit. <laughs> I thought we were just fucking winging this whole thing, and here you just slide in these nice, smooth transitions. You were going to set up this show for fucking epic failure, dude. It's going to be called the Epic Cooper Failure. Like, he tried to build this fucking thing. Phil came in, was making nice, smooth transitions into my next thing. 
And for no. my next trick. And for my next number. Going on the Oregon Trail. But we are, yeah. We're going to. We actually have. We haven't announced it. So when this airs, uh, this will actually be the first announcement for. Dun, dun, dun. Where Epic Willie's 2020. Oh, man. Be. So uh, thank you for no, that. No, I damn. Hey, thank you. I feel. Yep. We're. Uh, we got some clout now. So we're. Uh, uh, just make sure it airs before uh, the 17th of April because that's when we're making the announcement. Oh, this will be up. This'll all be right, up. all right, good. Not sure about that. But uh, that Moab, Utah is uh, Easter Jeep Safari. That's when we're going to shoot our announcement out. But yeah, we'll be going from St. Louis, Missouri to the Willamette Valley in Oregon. And I also have another kind of crazy twist to that. Dun, dun, dun. We need so, a sound. Can we get a sound effects bar in here? Uh, like I'm talking to my any, non-existent anybody, producer. Anybody? Hey, can you? Uh, hey, no, my, uh, my, my, my kid's asleep. So yeah, he's right, not going right. to do it. But he could. He would. Tell, yeah, he'd he'd definitely he'd be like, oh, dad, no, I saw. I'll do it's this. cool. You're running, the wrong, you're running out of the wrong oh, you, channel. You don't have anything? Well, I'll just quick make it. Yeah, Hang no. on. Give me that oatmeal can. <laughs> right. You're fine. You're going to eat that? No. <laughs> just put it in the Tupperware, dad. Here's the lid. Here's the lid. You'll be fine. It's supposed to go in that microwaveable container, but now it's not going to. <laughs> no, but we, uh, so uh, on this last trip, one of the ways that we kind of tried to help fund the whole thing, because not, not only did like, sure, we, it was a pretty much a 13 or I'm sorry, 13, uh, a three week trip. Uh, I shut my shop down because most of the people that went on it were all my guys from the shop. The only uh, crazy fuckers you could find. Yeah, well, you right. all have. You also happen to work with them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. They're my friends, and they happen to work with me, and uh, so I give them money, and then they get to be my friend, and then they get to go on these crazy trips with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. See how this deal works out. <laughs> so, so we were. One of the ways to fund it was, um, epicwheeliesadventure.com, and like everything that you would, every twenty five dollars you would spend would get you an opportunity to win a Jeep that we were building before the trip. We drove it on the trip. And then at the end of uh, our adventure down in El Paso, we put all the names in a hat, mm-hmm. pulled it out. One of the dude that won it was Wayne Miley from Oregon, who actually signed up and bought a T-shirt at an Amsoil event up in Duluth, uh, Duluth Minnesota, that my son sold him the ticket on my birthday. There was a show up there on my birthday. My son was like, Dad, I want to go there on, on your birthday. Mm. So he was up there. And quick story, I do this a lot, so deal with it. But uh, Squirrel. Yep. And uh, Wayne bought the ticket free and clear. Next guy comes up. And my son, he's seven. Yeah, yeah he was seven at the time. And he looks at the guy he says, Hi. Do you like Jeeps? Yeah. Do you like T-shirts? <laughs> yeah. Well, for $25, you could win a Jeep and have a T-shirt. And the guy looks at him and he's like, ah, no, that's all right. And Jackson looks at him and says, do you like stickers? You can afford it. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. And at first I was shady. I was like, I was going to kind of like butt it and be the like dad and like, oh, son, you can't say. And then I thought, yeah, motherfucker. Here, take your your free sticker. sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Just want to let you know that Phil also brought me some stickers. They were free. Uh, (laughs) When we get the cameras up here in the studio, we'll be able to show them to you. But But we had. uh, So anyways, so the cat that won it. Yeah. And and we were going to do Oregon Trail before we announced the winner before we raffled the winner, before any of that. But the winner of the Jeep lives in the Willamette Valley in Oregon. 
So the the other thing to winning the Jeep is you get to go on the next trip. So dude's going to come on the trip and then drive to his house, which is kind of crazy. Well, he kind of that's a win 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 for him. Oh, dude, yeah. He's, he's like, oh, fuck that return trip, dude. Right. <laughs> Have fun. Get yeah. You get your right. asses back to where it belongs. Now, that's that's very cool. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty excited and about that. Nobody's going to die of dysentery. I mean, it's up in the air. Really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we almost I mean, had the carbon monoxide death. Yeah, nobody's got that dysentery. crystal ball, Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And, and then, will this one be, uh, footage will be shot of this one too? Absolutely. Yeah, that's yep. very cool. Yeah. Uh, EpicWillieAdventures.com. Yep. It's, it's like I know what I'm talking Boom. about. Boom. I don't even have it written down. I still have sports because the first time that Phil and I went out and had beers <laughs> together, uh, we met at a sports bar, and, and 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 it was like the third time I think we met. Like we met once, and it was all like, oh, "You're an asshole." And the second time was like, "Hey, you're pretty all right. You like you'd see the history of the Jeeps. You understand like you know what's you know, why we're doing what we're doing." And the third time, I'm like, "Let's go have some beers." And I'm like, "Yeah, let's meet at the sports bar." And and you're like, "So you uh you like <laughs> sports, huh?" <laughs> and it's like, well, I mean, well, yeah. I'm like, I know Packers and Brewers, and it's know, perfect. And, and it feels like, yeah, I don't do sports. <laughs> And I, which is fine, you right. know, the, the, it doesn't hamper our relationship. But I'm like, the the general word of I don't do sports is like, okay, so you're you know like you're not like spending your Sundays watching NFL Countdown and then the games and then like ooh Sunday night football. Like I don't give a fuck who's playing, but I'm gonna right. watch the game because right. it's football. And, and then you're like, I, like no, like I don't. And it got brought up our last meeting because you said you said the word hockey, and I'm like hockey, like you're into hockey, and you're like, well, no, but uh, <laughs> there, there's you know. There's to, no to be fair. There's no sport. I will say that I did ask you to announce a hockey game. You and did, I, and and well, let's 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 <laughs> let's let's back up the truck here. Just I'm sorry. That let's, was hockey, right? Let's let's back up the jeep here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Phil Phil messaged me and he's like, oh, "What are you doing? What's up? What are you doing on Saturday? Something something in the afternoon?" And I'm like, "I don't know." I'm, uh, at that point, I had a job, so I probably had like some sort of assembled schedule. Right now, like people people ask me all the time, like, "Hey, can you like get together?" Here? I'm like, "Hang on, let me check my schedule." I'm like, I got shit to do, dude. I'm unfucking employed <laughs> except for this podcast. Uh, but uh, what are you uh, doing on so this? So everybody, please download. Yeah, please and uh, yeah, please uh, please subscribe. Shameless plug. It'd be awesome if you could do that. But what are you doing on that random Saturday? And I'm like, I don't know. It's I, I don't know nothing. Yeah, come in. Can you come in? Uh, we're playing hockey, pond hockey. I'm like. That's a sport, man. Like, like people do that. Like, it's a, it's not hockey, hockey, but it's some semblance of it. Well, no, we're we're playing hockey against the advanced auto parts guys. Where? Oh, just just out on the back of the shop. Like that. This is the setup. <laughs> and I'm like, and you, you, yeah, just do the announcing. No, do the, you want to do the do the announcing for the Facebook Live? We're doing Facebook Live on yeah, that. Yep. <laughs> the thing. And you and, do the and, thing for the thing. Now. If you live, if you live in, I, sh- I shouldn't say just in Wisconsin. If you live in the Midwest, there was a time in January when it was pretty fucking nice out. Like it was in the, it was cold. We found it. We and found then, that time. and then there was a window where it got really warm, and the hockey, outdoor pond hockey game, on ice happened to fall during that window of time where it was like fifty, and you really weren't on ice. It was like it was a slush. It was field. a shit pit, is what it was. <laughs> And so, and not that you guys. It, the, who's 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 the young cat in your in Sam your, Sam, Sam Gerber? He's, yep. he's like eighteen. Yep, and yeah. like full of energy. Like oh. I'm like, dude, bottle that shit because right? I want to buy. I'm I'm in line to buy yeah, some. Yeah. He was into it. Oh, like brother. running back and forth, slopping around. I mean, shit's flying all over the place. And 
it, it, and, and then you, we we would all try for about like eight seconds at a crack. I've never seen, and I watch sport. I've never seen guys that like really were trying their fucking hardest. I mean, a for effort to all you guys. I don't know if you knew what the hell you were doing, but you made it happen. We were doing sports, and at the end of the game, which I th- at the final score was like thirteen to one. I'm not, I won't say who won because you know I'm trying to keep it all fair. We did, yeah. There was such exhaustion. Like, I'm surprised we didn't have to call the EMTs and bring out the fucking oxygen. I will say, Tommy, Tommy looked real, real, real bad. I, I was, I was worried for his well-being. There was some concern. Yeah, like, yeah. not carbon monoxide, kid, but no. there was concern. <laughs> but no, that was, <laughs> that was fun. But he made a it. fun sport. So you, you do have some athletic prowess. Yeah, there's a, a athleticism. And I th- was there. you were we- you were wearing some sort of like fucking motorcycle helmet for safety. Well, yeah, it was my speed racer helmet. It was. <laughs> I was hoping it would give me a little like aerodynamics. It it, it did. Yeah, uh, like, like speed, Flash Gordon speed or something, the or just the Flash. Right, yeah. So well, you know, I was really you, you just know more worried about my head. <laughs> so was your wife? Actually, your wife wasn't concerned at all. No. Like our kids were out playing around with like sticks and beating each other up, and it was, right. which was awesome. And then they found you know some Wi-Fi, and they were gone, right. and were doing their own thing. Uh, but uh, first and foremost, Phil, thank you a-, a for being enthusiastic about whatever it is that this is going to turn into. Absolutely. Uh, for being the first guest in the uh, Welcome to Cooperville Cave of sorts. Oh, I um, like it. That that yeah, that's good ring. Welcome to Cooperville Cave. Cave. I think yeah. we can make that. That'll look good on a T-shirt. Let's do that. Yep. It'll come very Let's soon. Do that. Yeah. Uh, so, like, what's so 2019? Uh, what's uh, are you doing? SEMA? Doing Moab? What's uh, what's the plan for Maxville? Yeah, we just uh, we just hammered actually out our show schedule, and we've got a busy year. A lot of we're going to try to hit the East Coast a little bit more um, to obviously pimp our products, show our style. Um, the goal is to work a lot more with. Uh, some of the brands that have been carrying us, uh, that we've been partnering with, mm. working well with, um, but Moab, SEMA, we got a couple of cool SEMA builds in the works that I can't tell you about yet. Fucker. Well, really, it's just because they're not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have some really cool SEMA builds in my head. Still in my mind. <laughs> yep. I just need somebody to bite on them. Because if I just built everything that was in my head, then, um, well, I'd. I'd probably just end up being your sound guy. You'd be you become a permanent resident right. of the yeah. Cooperville Cave. Welcome yes. to Cooperville Man yep. Cave down Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. No, there's room. You're on a couch, dude. <laughs> it's perfect. How badass it's got cup holders and everything. <laughs> I know. It's perfect. No, but we're uh ah uh, the Bantam Jeep Heritage Festival out in Pennsylvania. There's a, a new show that we haven't done out in Maryland called Ocean City Jeep Week, which is apparently really great. So I'm looking forward to that. And then we're gonna hit up a lot more local stuff. Mm. Um, just uh, the Midwest is kind of becoming more of an epicenter for a lot of this stuff. I mean, the off-road sport as a whole is everything's going back to dirt. You know, NASCAR had its time. Right. Uh, things are kind of coming back around. Um, if you know anybody listens interested in any of the sports stuff, things to search. Um, obviously, Max built like that shit. Um, also, King of the Hammers, really really cool. Check it out. Ultra 4. Uh, Crandon, Wisconsin. It's home of the um, World Championship uh, short course races, which is absolutely insane. 
thousand horsepower trucks going 90 miles an hour turning a 90 degree corner and jumping 80 feet through the air i mean it's just wild um and also the good friend clyde down at southern rock racing series which he's now evolved into like north american rock racing series i'm trying to think the the acronym but it's got a lot of letters in it. <laughs> letters. And so, we've been drinking Walters. So hey. math. <laughs> Go back to math. But uh no, I mean everything's kinda it it's it's pumping up. Uh, yeah. we're just we're seeing a trend. And the you know, the aftermarket people aren't necessarily wrenching on their sixty seven Camaros as much anymore. And that I mean not that like I love those and I, like you know, I've I've wrenched on those. But the vehicles of today aren't allowing you to bolt an Elbrock carbon and tune up the horsepower bro it's more like hey how can i make my vehicle more versatile or user-friendly for my family for my right. lifestyle for let's go camping let's you know let's get through a uh, february in wisconsin with 14 fuck. fucking feet of snow are you kidding me 40 well 57 inches whatever right, no right. some yeah, sort of record no, that's 57 feet <sighs> might as well be i tell you like i was at a show last week down in wisconsin dells and the dells don't have they have hardly any snow compared to us we were coming home and it was probably 11 o'clock at night and we got 20 miles from eau claire and the ditches the median <laughs> everything it looked like colorado it looked like colorado after they just got dumped on like six feet of snow and i thought well it's because we well we did legit it like it, it it happened over the court and, but before that we had the fucking polar vortex yeah it was 60 below and you couldn't do anything no and then, then yeah you, and we got just got snow every fucking three days i was up uh i went up to to see my wife at work uh, up in the UP up by Ironwood, Michigan. Took the kid up there, and we let, like the, what we had for the month of February was basically like two day windows. You had two day travel windows to get from A to B. Otherwise, you weren't fucking going anywhere. Right. So we went on day A and got stuck. Not stuck, but like they're like do not fucking travel during the blizzard of a couple weekends ago. And which you don't hear about that down here. Like yeah. yes, we had our blizzard, but like once it leaves Eau Claire. We're like, me, Like, I don't care. It's but the UP, man, it's like a whole other world. 200 inches of snow is, like, normal. And they're so used to it up there. The difference is, the biggest difference is between, like, going up there is, A, they're used to it. They're used to having that much accumulation over the course of, of a winter. But there's just more fucking places to put snow. Right. Like, there, there is <laughs> Less legit no fucking where to put the rest of the snow. They would, it's, there's people on the side of the road in Altoona. I drive my kid to school every morning. Oh, I thought, yeah. And the dude that lives on lives on the corner by the school took a spray paint can and spray painted free on every fucking snowbank in his yard. Because <laughs> there's the city can't take it anywhere. There's nowhere to plow it. Like you go to the end of my driveway, which is already a bitch because it's a fucking forty five degree angle straight up in the air to get. Yeah, I'm impressed with my truck right now. It's it's really holding steady. Well, we'll see. It ends up in the goddamn <laughs> right. neighbor's front door, uh, but. There's just nowhere to put it. Right. So I think it, it, it tails back into it's getting tougher to get from A to B, really anything oh, yeah. unless it's four-wheel drive. Even if it, even if it's four-wheel drive, if it doesn't have a lift, doesn't have the right tires on it, doesn't have the right fucking equipment, Right. you just you can't do it. And you can't – and when you have children and they're locked in the house and they're fucking stir-crazy, you're like, I need to have something that can get us the hell out of here. Otherwise, I will go stir-crazy and right. I will end up – doing bad things 
Good side. I will end up getting fired and doing a pot. No, that's that's actually real. That's actually oh, happening. Oh shit! But no, I, it's here a, we be. It's a very good time to be in and to to talk to guys like Phil and and Max Built and get in, find the vehicle, and then do what you want to it because you guys right. can fucking do it all. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. That was a good shameless plug there. I no appreciate much, it. You know, yeah. you pay me nothing for nothing over here. <laughs> Uh, we should double that. Then. Uh, well, thank you again for uh, being a part of episode number two of the Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Uh, check out epicwilliesadventures.com. This is the shit that you guys are doing. It's just, that's next level. It's badass. Thank you. It's, it's complete badassery. Uh, by the way, the Welcome to Cooperville podcast available where all podcasts are sold. If you listen to this, if you like it, make sure you throw a rating down. Also, subscribe to it so you get updates every time we do an episode. Uh, Welcome to Cooperville.com is the website. You can uh, check out all the cool things we have going on. Photos from the studio as well as uh, an email list that we're adding on there so you can get all the latest stuff. And if uh, you know Phil leaves a couple extra stickers around, we'll throw some of those up to the, uh, the subscribers because... Uh, my mom wants one and she's the only fucking person that signed up so far so uh, i feel good about and my kid too uh welcome to he's got to pay for it though he does it's coming out of his uh fire alarm fund perfect it's gonna be sad for him welcome to cooperville.com is the name of the website we'll see you again next week